Baltimore. I'm Hezekiah L. Montgomery, host of Man in the Mirror. It's Friday night, and it's the third Friday of the month, and we all know what that means. It is Perpetual Praise Friday, and this is our 14th one in, and we are having a great time with these Perpetual Praise Fridays. You know, it's something we started a little over a year ago, and it's our 14th one. We do it every third Friday of the month, something the Lord gave me, you know, something to say we're going to give God all the glory and honor one evening a month, praise reports, reading scripture, praying, and just having an awesome time of the year. And I'm just truly excited. So with that said, let's continue to give him all the praise. And are you ready for this praise night, Michelle? Absolutely. Absolutely, Hezekiah. I have always got something to praise God for, but he's been especially awesome right now. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And with that, we'll open up in prayer, and we will get to, as they say, get the show on the road or in this and this man get the show on the air. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we just bow down as humble servants, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for lying down, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up to a day we've never seen before, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for loving us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for our sins, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that your grace and mercies are new every morning, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for loving us, Lord, even at times when we don't love ourselves, Lord. We continue to bless the families over the airways and byways who are listening to the show, Lord. Bless them in a mighty way, Lord. We pray that they come, if they don't know you, Lord, that someone will come to know you and a free pardon of their sins, Lord. We pray that they will just want to know more about you. We pray that we learn to praise you every day, not just once a month, Lord, but we will learn to praise you every day. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually on my mouth. And Lord, we just want to praise David like that. Good times, bad times, even when we don't know what to do, Lord, we just want to continue to praise your name, Lord. And, you know, we will never forget to give you all glory, honor, and praise. We ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. As I say, this perpetual praise Friday, and it's time to praise him. Praise him for all his goodness and mercy. We are continually our praise to praise the Heavenly Father in 2017. So, you know, this is February 17th. We're doing one. We had one a month ago. This is February 17th, and we're just going to continue to praise him because we have to praise God for everything that he has done for us. And the definition of praise what is the definition of praise? Because we looked at that before, but the definition of praise is uh, expressed warm approval or admiration of. You know, so that's an expressed warm approval. Uh, that's in a verb or admiration. That's the verb form. Now, the, now the, the noun is expression or approval or admiration for someone or something. So when we praise God, we, Michelle, we are expressing, we're giving approval for what he has done for us. Mm-hmm. Again, I'll say mm-hmm. that again. We're giving expression and approval for what he has done for us. Now, it's always an easy time to express and praise him. No. But we can do it anyway because we can look at it, you know, I'm like an optimist. I look at the glass half full. I may not have what I want, but I have what I need. That's a a version of praise. I may not have what I want, you know, but I have what I need. You know, we may want that top 20, 20, uh, what, $100,000 job. But we have what we need right. We have what we need right now until the Lord does otherwise. You know, we have to look at it. As like, you know, I'm working. I have a job. You know, um, even with our family, they they may get on our nerves some sometimes, but they are still amongst the living because we are losing people left and right. And we just have to learn to love and appreciate the people. That's a praise right there. 
love and appreciate the people that are with us right now. You know, let's love them, appreciate, and praise God that, look, they made us through. You know, even if everyone in our family is not saved, we can continue to praise God that they still have a chance because some people may not make it to have that chance. So praise is just, you know, when David said all times, that's a hard, that's a harsh word, all times. You know, we got to think about it. All means combines everything. You know, you look at the definition of all, that combines everything. Predetermined determiner. It says used to used to refer to whole quantity or extent of a particular group or thing. So when we praise God, we are praising God for everything, good, bad, or indifferent. Because many yeah. times when we're going through the bad, we have a God that has a we have a God that has a has a, a way of turning things around. We have a God that has a way of turning things around. I'll say that again. We have a God that has a way of turning things around. So we, you know, we can't give up. We have to have that faith the size of a mustard seed, knowing that, you know what, regardless of what's going on, God is going to make a way. I don't care what's happening, God is going to make a way. And we have to have that predetermination that, you know what, God is going to make a way. And I got a Bible verse that says, Isaiah 25, 1, Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things. Things planned long ago. That's Isaiah 25, 1. I'll read that again. It says, Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness, you have done wondrous things, things planned long ago. So that's the type of God that we have, a God that does wondrous things, a God, I'll say it again, a God that does wondrous things, things they planned long ago, long time ago. You're listening live with Man in the Mirror with your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, and our fantastic co-host, Michelle Johnson, you can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror and join us while we are having our perpetual praise Friday. You know, we continue to praise because it's just praise him in the morning, praise him in the evening, praise him when the sun goes down. I remember Way back when yeah. in my home church, those are the old songs we used to sing. Praise him in the morning, praise him in the evening, praise him when the sun goes down. Any comments or reactions, Michelle? Well, I like where you're going with this because we really do have to learn how to praise God during any any situation. And if we're always giving God praise, we are in that moment that we're giving God praise no matter what's going on. We are defeating the devil because he wants us to be stressed. He wants us to be worried. He wants us to be uh, doubting what God says. He wants us to be in fear. And we know that the word tells us we do not have the, the spirit of fear. We have love, peace, and a sound mind. Amen. So we have to be what the word says that we are, we have to have a sound mind. We have to have that love and we have to have that peace in us, a peace of God that surpasses all understanding. So if we have that, if we know that without a shadow of a doubt, then we can praise God in any situation. Amen, 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 amen. You know, we have to praise him in all situations, in all situations. We have to continue to love and serve him. And I like what you said. Um, Let's get the whole verse. What was that that you said? He has not given us a spirit of fear. Spirit of fear, yeah. But of power and of love and of a sound mind. And that is found in Second Timothy one seven. 
For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Now, is it hard to come up with? Is it easy to have that sound mind? No, it's not. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm one that gets caught at too. But it's, it, it's, I always tell people, is it easy? No. But is it possible? Yes. Of course. Is it easy? Nope. But is it impossible? All things are possible um, when it comes to God. All things are possible yeah. when it comes to God. we got to remember that all things yeah. are possible. We may have a good day at work or a bad day at work, but at least we're working. You know, God is going to work everything out. Amen. God is going to work everything out. And I, I, you know, I like something that my pastor spoke about a few days ago, and he spoke about, and it's the season that we're doing in our church, Greater Works, is a season that he he spoke about on Ecclesiastes chapter three, and that's been ringing in my head all, you know, all week. When he say it's time, when he say it's time, I'll say it again, it's time because there there is a season for everything. There is a season for everything. Ecclesiastes 3 is one of my favorite chapters because it talks about a season. We go through things in our life, but we have to hold on. That's the praise right there. We got, we have to hold on because they're not going to last forever, ever. And, you know, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, Michelle, it says there's a time for everything. That scripture that I said, there was a time. Um, and a season for every activity under the sun, every activity. It didn't say some activity. It said a few activities. But it said everything that goes on under the sun, it's only going to last a season. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear down and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time to war and a time for peace. So in our life, there is always there's a time for everything. I'm the show. There is a time we may not understand it, but when it's time, you know, you know, we gotta remember as we go through a season, a, we may think a season may last forever. It's not because anything that we go through, God is that's His. Uh, he's allowing those things to happen. But after we go through that season. Then we'll see, we'll understand, as they say, another of them old, so you'll understand by and by. You ever hear those old songs, by and by, mm-hmm. we'll understand? Mm-hmm. We may not mm-hmm. understand now, but we'll understand by and by. Amen. Any comments? Well, I was thinking about that um, that scripture, and I was trying to think of what the, what the actual scripture was, but... Anyway, the scripture um, tells us, you know, that we have been called for purpose and um, because Christ suffered as, as like an example. So as he suffered, we're going to suffer. And so we have to, we, we are called to be imitators of Christ, right? But we don't want to suffer because we know what Christ went through. You know, I know it was a representation of what was in the in the word, but I don't know how many of mm-hmm. our listening audience has has seen Passion of the Christ. And the reason there's been other movies that show the um, the um, crucifixion of Christ um, in certain ways, but that movie to me was the most, um, I guess, like real life version of what the scripture describes about what happened to Christ as he was suffering. Right. And right. um 
we know, so we know he suffered greatly just through that particular part. But then also remember, um, Christ, he didn't count it as suffering, but he had to do a lot. He had to travel from place to place to place um, and, and preach the word of God and go up against the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees whenever they tried to, you know, trick him or they thought they were tricking him. But, you know, he always used the word of God and used um, what God had given him, the, the knowledge and the and the um, things that God had given him to to come against them. But he was he was persecuted in a lot of ways as he as he uh, preached. Throughout, you know, the land, he was going from place to place. Sometimes even the um, disciples, you know, didn't really do as he asked, so they doubted, and he would have these conversations with them. So we 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 talk about the suffering of Christ, and we look at like that one part of it, which was the crucifixion, crucifixion. But he had to go through many things actually, and it it couldn't have been easy. I remember the scripture where he was really, like, as he was getting to the point where, you know, he was about to be crucified, where he was just really upset because, you know, he was asking the disciples, you couldn't watch for one hour while I prayed, like, they they fell asleep, and he had asked them to watch, just like that sort of thing. He was really going through some things, like the people, you know, they weren't always like in our life today, our our family, our friends, people in our life don't always live up to what we want them to, and they disappoint us, and we get upset sometimes. And, and then the crucifixion of Christ itself was one of the most horrible things ever. But Christ suffered. Mm-hmm. He suffered in the flesh because he was not suffering in the spirit. He was suffering in the flesh. And so... Um, just as he suffered, you know, we are going to go through some things. Do we necessarily, you know, get beat and whipped and hung up on a cross like he didn't know? You know, that's not something that they necessarily do now, but we go through things that that torture us, you know, physically in our flesh, that get to us in our mind and our emotions. Like, we just... Humans, we we go through so much, and so we suffer for the sake of Christ. So when we decide to follow Christ and try to be an imitator of him, we, we do, in a way, sometimes end up persecuted. And also the devil is trying to um, interfere and cause havoc in our lives, and so we suffer. We suffer. And I was saying all of that just to show that we suffer. And so even though we do suffer in a way, we we don't need to suffer spiritually just like Christ did. Christ knew what his purpose was. He knew that his, his uh, father loved him. He knew that he loved us, and that's why he was doing what he was doing, because he was being obedient and he loved us. And he wanted us to be heirs and joint heirs. And so there's a purpose, just like there was a purpose for Christ's suffering, there's a purpose for ours. And so knowing all of this, you know, we should be able to really come above our natural or fleshly suffering in this world with some of the things we have to go through to be able to give God praise for the things that he does do, because even in our suffering, um, we were talking about that when I was at your church. We were talking about, I was saying, like, how I feel sometimes that um, God puts me in the eye of the storm. And the eye mm-hmm. of the storm is the calmest place in the storm. And so that's what he does for us sometimes, that even in the midst of trials, tribulations, troubles, and things going on, and and things just ravaging other areas of our life, he can give us that area of peace, that shelter from the storm, and he can keep us even while, you know, things are raging on around us. 
Amen, amen, amen. You know, I love that eye of the storm. You know, if we, you know, I, I like facts, as you know, I like facts. So, you know, I'm looking up <laughs> eye of the storm. You Googled it. <laughs> of course I did. The eye of the storm definition. Me and Google good friends. Eye of the storm definition. It says, this is the urban, a period of time during a storm when things are calm. However, it doesn't mean it's over. Things just get worse. Can it be literal or figurative? So, yes, the eye of the storm. You know, what's inside the eye of the storm? The calm region at the center of a storm. That is, the, you know, that's just what you said. That's the reason where it's like he embraces us and holds us while everything is going on. It's almost like a parent. This is this is what I'm seeing in my mind. It's almost like a parent, shield, you know, wrapping his arms around a child. By the storm and holding that child, so nothing would happen to that child, you know, until the, till everything was over. That's what you call. That's like the eye of the storm. You're, you know, you're being wrapped in the center of everything, while everything else is going on around you. Now, and the parent may die. Parent is keeping that child safe, safe throughout that whole thing. You know, so that's what I see as the eye of the storm. You know, he keeps us safe while everything else is going on around us. Yeah, many times we don't understand what's going on around us. Many times he may be keeping us from that danger. We want to go towards it, but he's holding us back. Do we understand it? No. And our little old mind, we're like, okay, you know, Lord, you know, I'm not liking this right now. But he has a reason why he's doing it. We may not understand, we may not even know, but he has a reason why um, he was doing it. That is to keep us safe from harm that we may not know that's there. Again, that may be harm. Go ahead. No, I was just saying uh, I wanted to kind of read the scripture that was where I was uh, coming from. I was trying to remember what the scripture was, um, and it's in First Peter chapter two, and it, it's actually under a section called submission to masters. But it says, "Servants, be submissive to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh, for this is commendable." If because of conscience towards God, one endures grief, suffering wrongfully. For what credit is it if when you are beaten for your faults, you take it patiently? But when you do good and suffer, if you take it patiently, this is, this is commendable before God. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. And that's a that's a strong word right there because for one it's talking about you know masters and I remember I was having this um, discussion during uh, I think it was a Bible study but we were talking about these um, we were trying to liken what what would be a master to us now because you know we we are out of the time where where people are like in indentured servitude or slaves or anything like that. We really don't, you know, that's not what we do necessarily at this time. But we right. have authority we do have authorities over us. We have parents, we have um bosses and we have people who are are over us and the reason I said that this is kind of a deep word because it's saying that even if the person who is master over you, who has authority over you, basically, uh, is not a good or gentle person, but they're harsh, 
that it's commendable commendable for us if we endure grief and suffering even if it's wrongfully done. And then and it asks for what credit is it if with if when you're beaten for your faults you take it patiently. So we're supposed to endure this with patience. Um but when we suffer and have patience even when things are done to us wrongfully then that is commendable before God. So basically that's saying that that God looks on us with favor when we do that. So that's tough. That's hard, especially with us Mm -hmm. and our our feelings and all that. You know about them feelings. We always having feelings about this and feelings about that. Yep. So that that is very difficult, especially when you're being treated wrongfully. So to be able to still remain um, patient and still suffer in silence, basically, and still remain humble and um, with a spirit of serving to that person or people, that, wow, that's commendable before God. And that's following the example of Christ. So that's I think that's an awesome word. But that was the scripture I was referring to. Okay. Amen. 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 You're listening live with Hezekiah L. Montgomery and Michelle Johnson on Man of the Mirror on our Perpetual Praise Friday, our number fourteenth. Fourteenth Perpetual Praise Friday. Um, you can call in at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man-and-the-mirror. And um, we're a few minutes before our break, but I will give you another scripture. It says, worship the Lord your God, and his blessings will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you. And that's in Exodus 23:25. And I read that again. It says, Worship the Lord your God, and his blessings will be on you and your food and your water. I will take away sickness from among you. Exodus 23:25. Uh, we just thank the Lord. You know, if you're on, you log on. If you log on, if you call in, if you, if you log on, Michelle will be in the chat room. If you call in, press number one on your phone. If you want to join us, have some fun with us, talk about praise and worship, give us a praise report. If you want us to pray with you, we will do that. We you know that's what we are here for. This is our Perpetual Praise Friday, giving out praise report and just thanking the Lord for his goodness, his grace, and his mercy. Again, that's 917-889-2271. Press number one on your phone if you would like to, you know, comment, comment, you know, give a praise report, even if you want to sing a song. But we are just having a blessed time tonight. I'm just thanking the Lord for this week. I'm thanking when you know, everything's not always going to go the way we want. But we mm-hmm. still <laughs> want, to, want to praise the Lord. Yeah. Um, before, um, we get ready to take a break, and we do have yeah. a call. A call. Just hold on for a second, and you know this is you know you know we want to continue to give God the glory, honor, and praise. But we'll do everything decent in order. We'll take our break, and then we'll let that caller be the first one that comes on. But we have um, a note from a couple of our supporters, music instructors for our learners, where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons and instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491. Set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. Also, please join us on February 26th as we do our 12 and 12, 12 churches in 12 months. We're doing 12 mini recitals in 12 churches in 12 months. Get it? 12 and 12. Our first church, this is actually our second church, is Greater St. John Full Gospel Church, located at 1806 North Patterson Park Avenue, Baltimore, Maryland, 21213. Come support us as we bring awareness of our program to the community. The program will begin promptly at 4 p.m. and end at 5. And remember, music instruction 
for all learners, where music knows no age. Another sponsor is Kirby Boss Project. Kirby Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Kirby chicks are boss chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Kirby Boss Project. And that's it for our supporters. We're still looking for more supporters. So if you know anyone that would like to do it, you know, for help, you know, with us to do a sponsor their um, support on our show, please call us. Um, please call us um, at 410-370-7105, or um, you can contact us on um, via email at mitmitalkradio at gmail.com. That's M-I-T-M, man in the mirror. That's what it stands for, italkradio at gmail.com. And this is for all of you guys who are going through. When it's time to praise him, we're going to continue to praise him. You deserve it. Come on, everybody, open your mouth and worship the Lord. He's worthy of the glory. He deserves the praise today. Come on, everybody, all over the room, open your mouth and worship him. Lift your hands and bless him in this place.
lift our hands together one time. My hallelujah belongs to you. Everybody, come on and come to the faith. You're listening live with Man in the Mirror with Hezekiah Montgomery and Michelle Johnson as we are doing our Perpetual Praise Friday, number 14. We're keeping this thing going to once a month. You can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.logtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror. And just join us. And with Michelle, we do have a caller that has a report, comment, scripture, something. But we have a caller on the line, and I'll let you take care of that. Okay, so caller ending in number 9295. Welcome to Man in the Mirror. Thank you. Are you there? Welcome. Yes, welcome. Hi. Um, yes, the reason I'm calling is because I I like what you said about when when it's difficult for you that you still show that you're a Christian by still doing things that you're supposed to do in a loving manner, imitating Jesus Christ. And I know that that's what we should be doing. Sometimes in a bad situation, it's really hard to do, but I know that we're supposed to imitate Jesus and persevere. Right now, I'm going through some very trying marital and financial situations. And I can use a little prayer. I think I need help. I need some prayer warriors. Amen. I'm going to let Hezekiah lead that. Okay. Yeah, if you want some prayer, we're definitely here to pray for you, to keep you uplifted. And Amen. to, you know, get you in touch with some prayer warrior as well, because we know it is not easy out there. The devil's a liar. You know, truth is not in him. So we definitely are here to um, keep you uplifted in prayer. And let us, you know, go in prayer right now. Yes, God. Dear gracious, dear gracious Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, again. We just come down you as humble servants for this caller right now. Lord, continue to bless her. In a mighty way, Lord, as she's going through her struggles right now, Lord, you said, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge you, and you will direct thy path. Is it going to be easy? No. But she's just trusting you right now, Lord, you know, in her time of need, in her time of not understanding, Lord, in her time of ungratefulness, Lord, continue to bless her in a mighty way, Lord. Bless her household, Lord. Bless her marriage. And that, you know, Lord Rocky right now, just just bless it, Lord, because, God, you ordain marriage. Lord, continue to bless her husband yes, in a mighty Lord. and a special way, Lord. Lord, continue to yes, bless God. her, Lord, strengthen her. Whatever he's going through right now, Lord, help him just to want to turn to you, get to know you, and get to know you better, you know, because if we know you, Lord, then we'll know how to be in a marriage. We'll know how to treat our wives, Lord. Because the word says, he was find a wife, find a good thing, Lord. And we know that marriage was ordained by you. Lord, continue to bless her, Lord. Strengthen her, Lord. And help her continue to seek yes, your face, Lord. Lord. Keep her, Lord. So in the bad and in the good. Help her to continue to seek your face, Lord. Lord, because, yes, you know, God. you know that you love us. You said you will never leave us or forsake us, even when our family members, even if our husbands, our wives, our children, if they turn away from us, Lord, you said you will never leave us or forsake us. You will be with us even unto the ends of the earth. And we will continue 
to give you all glory, honor, and praise. And we ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. I, I really needed that, so I really do appreciate it. I love the program, and I will continue listening. Thank Not you. That's what we're here for. We thank you. We definitely thank you. Yeah, is it easy out there in the world right now? No, no, thank you. Is it easy out there in the world right now? No, but you know what? And this may be an appropriate scripture, um, James James 1, because I always love reading through James. And James Mm -hmm. said, uh, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations. Trials and temptations, that's what this is called. It says, consider a pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. And when I first read that first verse years ago, I like laughed. Like, yeah, I'm supposed to be happy. Remember that song years ago? <laughs> Shall be happy. Was that Bob Marley, be happy? Mm-hmm. And everybody was going on. Don't there. worry. Be, be happy. happy. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry. Yeah, we're supposed to be happy. You know, everything, the fire is getting closer and closer. I'm looking at the fire. We're getting closer and closer, but I'm supposed to be happy. But this is what Paul was writing to James. This is what James was writing um, right here. Consider pure joy, my brothers and sisters. I'm so glad he put They always think it's a man, but brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. I read that again, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work that you may mature, that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any one of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because mm-hmm. the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Mm-hmm. So basically he is saying we have to, be, in times like this, we may not understand, but we have to consider, we have to be joyful about it. Be happy. Don't worry. Or as a lion, you know, I'm a big kid, as a lion king, king would say, Akuma Matata, you know, we got to be happy. What will, ha- what will be will be, you know. We have to trust him because with that perseverance comes wisdom. He wants us to persevere until the end because many people, I remember hearing um, Pastor Tony Smith talk about that blessing that's on its way. It's like, if you're catching a bus mm-hmm. and you know the bus is coming and you're waiting on that bus and you're waiting on that bus, you get out, you know, city people, we got Middle Street looking for the bus, we back up, get back on the curb, or uh, we sit down for a little bit, call MTA, say, okay, this bus is supposed to be here, but it's not here. But we have to still wait. Sometimes we start walking towards the bus or walking to the next bus stop, but we still wait. Aww. But the funny thing is, as soon as we decide to go do something different, like I'm going to go walk back home, what happens? Sometimes I tell what happens. That bus the bus comes. comes. <laughs> and you miss Amen. the bus. Because it's at that very moment that you are waiting on that bus. If you had just been patient, and wait. See, many times God wants us to be patient and wait. Yeah, we're all even. Hezekiah, get impatient sometimes. We're trying to do things. It's like, look, you know, we're trying to get things done. But God is telling us, be patient, continue to wait, persevere. Now, is perseverance mm-hmm. easy? What do you think? Is perseverance easy in the show? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Perseverance is not perseverance is steadfastness in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. That is mm-hmm. one of the most difficult things to do is to persevere in your situation. 
And then James had the nerve to say, be happy about it. Be, be joyful. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to be happy in this situation. Or you just look at the situation saying, hmm, be optimistic. We always, you know, pessimists look at the gap, uh, glass is half empty. Let's be optimistic. What, what, how can we turn this situation around so we can see a different angle? Because it's all like, like a photographer. It's all about the angle. What, what, what are you looking at when it comes to this? And that's how God is. He's, he wants us, that's what he's saying. He wants us to persevere because all is not lost. And our mind is lost. It's gone. It's a done deal. It's like, I'm tired mm-hmm. of this. But he said, no, no. I just need you to persevere. Hold on. As that um, song from the preacher's wife, Hold On, Help Is On The Way, he wants us to hold on and know the help is on the way. Um, any, any questions or comments, Michelle? I just wanted to say I was uh, looking at an article, and um, before I even get into that, we thank thank our caller again for calling in, and we just pray the Lord bless you in your situation and move everything out of the way that needs to be moved and blesses you in all areas, your finances, your marriage, your spiritual growth, and uh, and your physical body. Amen. Um, but I wanted to say I was looking at this uh, article um, that was on one of the um, sermons that Joyce Meyer had done, but it was talking about the ways that we wait on God. And this is actually something that we've covered, uh, like doing a Bible study at church and in different um, ways we've done that. And so... I just wanted to bring those out because I think that that's really important that when we are really experiencing hard times um, and we're really going through some things like our caller was talking about, that there is a way, you know, to to really continue to praise God because we already know from our prior discussion and scriptures we've quoted that we are, even in difficult times, are supposed to keep praising him. Amen. And so there are ways that you can praise him. And one is just by um, this article was talking about remembering Christ. So to me, uh, what that really means is when we look back on the things that he's already done, the things that he's already done for us so that we can become joyful and expectant on what he's going to do because if we have a prior experience where God has come through for us over and over and over again, then how in the world can you sit in that situation and say, but he's not going to do it this time? You know what I mean? How can you think back on all that he has done and brought you out of and kept you when you could have died? Some of us had uh near-death experiences. Some of us, um, we we had things going on in our life that we didn't think we would survive, but through the blessings of God, we were able to make it through the situation. And now, you know, there's not even a scar on us, you know, in our emotional um, and in our spiritual being. We don't have a scar on us uh, from the situations that we've been through and that Christ has repeatedly helped us and blessed us and kept us and, and granted us favor in those situations. So if we start thinking about those things, it becomes almost impossible for us to be doubtful that he'll do it for us again. Amen. And also one of the other things is prayer. And we all know that this is not this is not anything new, that when we're going through hard times, um, one of the best things you can do is stay in connection with God. Prayer is connection with God. So the worst thing that you can do when you're going through trials, tribulations, and hard times is to become disconnected from God. So you definitely want to stay in prayer and remain connected with God. And also, um, we praise him through song. I have felt a certain kind of way at times 
and through me just singing a praise song. Like I was singing the song that, that we just pray, played during break. I was singing that song because it it just um, uplifted my spirit, you know, just to know, God, I'm praising you because you deserve it, because it makes me think about all the things that he has done for me. And he deserves it. He deserves it from the moment um, that, you know, he caused me to be born, um, even before I was born, you know, allowing Christ to, to be our Savior, all the things that he has done and will do for me. And I love to praise him through song um, and just sing out to him, even if I'm off key or off the melody sometimes, which I am. But But I just love to sing to him. And then also, spending time in our words. So these are ways that we can praise God. And some people may be going, okay, I understand the singing part, and I understand the thinking about what he's done and, and, and thanking him for that. But how how do you praise God through prayer and praise him through time in the word? And then other the other thing is fasting. How do you praise him through that? And, and another is forgiveness. How are we praising God? Well, praising him means that, you know, like we are showing our approval. And like uh, Hezekiah was saying in the beginning. And there's a lot of ways that we can show God that we are in agreement and that we approve of how he how he handles us, how he blesses and keeps us. And that's by doing these things. You're showing that. When you when you read his word to become like I was saying connected with him to become more connected with him, how we're fasting because fasting in itself is a way to block everything out so that you can commune with God. So what other way to show your approval what He is doing in your life and your approval for God than to get some one on one uninterrupted time with Him? There's, there's no reliance on, oh, I can't pray right now because I got I to gotta get lunch or I got to make dinner or I got to make breakfast because you're fasting. You've moved all that out the way and you moved all, you know, these other connections like with your husband out the way or your wife out the way and you are totally just looking at God and denying your physical being while you spend this spiritual time with him and then forgiveness because there's no other way to be an imitator of Christ to be an imitator of Christ than to forgive because he showed the greatest forgiveness ever when he was on the cross and he asked God to forgive them they know not what they do and and I mean, come on. We we are really we are really supposed to be imitators of Christ and so if we are really trying to be imitators of Christ, then we really have to become Christ like. We really have to do these things, you know, Jesus I was talking about earlier, he walked the earth and was continually talking about God and the word of God and and what God had given him to say to the people. And so, you know, do we do that? What do we spend the majority of our time doing every day? And I'm just going on and on and on. Hezekiah, you should have interrupted me, but I'm, I'm done. But I just, I just think that we really too late, too late, (laughs) too late, (laughs) too late. But um, that's okay. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We definitely have to become more Christ-like. And I enjoy everything you said. You know, I definitely enjoyed everything you said. I thank you for, you know, continue to support our caller, you know, because when we're going through, we, we have to continue to look towards him, even when we make those, when we're decision-making. Because as we're going through, decisions going to be have to be made. You know, am I going to continue to follow Christ, or this is my season? What's going to happen? But again, 
only, you know, we have to continue to be in praise and worship. That's what this is all about. Praise, worship, pray, talk to him, and know. And one of my favorite psalms, and I'm going to read that as we're about to close. I'm going to read um, Psalms 91. We have a few minutes before we close, under a few minutes. Um, Whoever dwells in the shadow of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I'm sorry, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the foul snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand fall at your side, ten thousand at your right side, but I but it will not come near you. You will observe with one eyes you will observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you, no disaster will overcome your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in your ways. They will lift you up in your hand so that you will not strike your foot against thee. You will tread the lion and the, you will tread on the lion and the cobra and will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I'll say that again. Verse 14. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. And with that said, there's nothing more to be said from everything that we've spoke about tonight. We are we can find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And I want to thank all of you who have been listening in. I want to thank our callers tonight who have called in and, you know, needed prayer. That's not, you know, that's, that's what we're here for. Um, it's been a good show about talking about praise because you can never get enough of talking about praise um, because the praise has to continually go on. We're not just praising him one time. We're going to continue. This once a month, as we said, every third Friday is Praise Friday. We thank you guys so much for your love and support. And, again, as always, this is Hezekiah Montgomery signing off. And we'll see you at the mirror.